2: It is time for us. It is us, those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in studio. He is Jeff Smith in a mobile studio en route between yes, Edinburgh and Noblesville, between Timbergate right. Golf Club and the Sagamore Golf Club, where he is directing you know instruction at both.
3: I had, uh, you know, I got to get up a little early this morning, give a, give a lesson at Timbergate, mm-hmm. hop in the car. I'm headed up to the Sagamore, and I've got a day full, and uh, it's going to be fun.
2: It is. It's gonna- you know you mentioned um a student who improved their swing speed by about 12 15 miles an hour in one yeah. lesson.
3: Yeah, it was amazing.
2: I'm going to ask you to uh, expound on that a little later on because there are so many of us in Dr producer Mark who who ever since he heard you say that said uh, ask him about that, okay? Ask him ask him how to do that because <laughs> Mark is Mark is like dead eye dick out there on the uh on the course but he could yeah. use some more distance. He could. You know, he could, he could. use some more distance. We've played
3: together and I know that he is um he's he's well suited to to the the shorter
2: golf courses. Yeah. Before we get too far into this today, I would like to uh, just get something off my chest, something that really ticks me off because it works the way it's supposed to work and it makes me feel bad. Okay? Is
3: this a soapbox day? Are you You're, going on a rant?
2: I'm going on a rant. Oh, I was boy. I was perusing my Facebook feed. And, you know, because I've got so much golf, I get inundated with other golf stuff. And I saw this, uh, this, this, you know, just, just the, uh, the, the still picture of, of a video. And in there, there was a guy who was obviously dressed as a golf pro. He had the consummate golf pro pants and the golf pro shirt and the golf pro hat. And, you know, the bag next to him with his name on it to give him credibility. Standing next to him was a young woman. In a very, very short white skirt and a top that looked like it had been painted on her. And the artist had painted a very low scoop neck. And it's like, (laughs) I don't know this golf pro from Adam. I don't know what he's trying to teach me. But he made me stop and read the damn post (laughs) because of that picture. I hate being You're taken advantage of like that. I know. You're Suck so me right in. Suck me right in. We've got some some great golf tips and some lessons you can learn. We're gonna do it without half naked women to attract you. Hang with us, we'll be right back. Okay, you know the holidays are here, right? So stop the gift wrapping right now because I want to tell you about the perfect package. Christmas nuts. No, they're not pecans. They're not cashews. They're not walnuts. No, they're smooth. You ever stop to think maybe you got Santa's beard in your pants? You don't want that. No. In preparing the Christmas nuts, ever hurt yourself? Well, if you have, you remember it, and you're probably groaning and, and wincing right now. I want to talk about the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped. Inside that package, which is the perfect package, by the way, you will find the signature Lawnmower 4.0. It's an electric trimmer. Proprietary advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts. On the nuts. It also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower too. Performance package 4.0 also includes crop preserver, the crop reviver, two in one shampoo and conditioner, and body wash. This is the season to load up on Manscaped products, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, your friends, every guy you know the perfect Christmas package get 20% off and free shipping with the code golfguys at manscape.com that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com use the code golfguys clean up your nuts make santa proud this year huh if you don't own a home you have
1: nothing to fear from home title thieves but if you own a home and you don't guard it with home title lock you're inviting home title fraud one of the fastest growing crimes cyber thieves around the world know US home values are sky high and that paints a target on us. The crime is scary simple. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property sale form and then refiles it. Now he's on the deed to your home, and you have no idea you're a victim. Then he takes out loans on your home and vanishes, leaving you to prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home Title Lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's title. The instant they detect tampering, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home guard it with your life go to home and register your address to see if you're already a victim and enter radio for 30 free days of protection that's code radio at home lock.com
2: And thanks for hanging out. And some people have already heard complaints. What? No half-naked women? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe how the feedback
3: that comes in so quickly on this show. <laughs> well, it
2: was a three-minute break there. You're fine. You go to the right places. You get the feedback. There are people who listen and respond immediately. You can do it, too, if you just want to go to Facebook.com slash and You can talk to us while we're doing huh? this. That means our
3: listeners are paying attention.
2: (laughs) Well, at least one is. I like that.
3: Well, you know, I got a couple of them that are, right? I got, I got a few of them that I'm working with. It's great. I got, there's a guy from Georgetown, Kentucky. You know, he is in, uh, he's in the motorsports business and it's, it's interesting. You know, we've even done a, a little live session over the, over the, the PC using Zoom. And, uh, you know, he's got, he's got a lot of, a lot of talent. He's got, boy, he's got a lot of clubhead speed, but, you know, I'm just working on trying to keep that club face square because he's yeah. blasting it
2: all over. Yeah, that's that's a drawback to having a lot of club head speed. So let's, since you brought wait, it up, wait a minute. How would you know? I've seen people. Okay, I've played with okay. people. I, I played a couple of weeks ago. I played with a, with a, a father and a son, and the mm-hmm. son was had just gotten out of college. He was, you know, twenty three, twenty four, was about six two, and man, that guy had club head speed despair, but. We were all taking bets on where the ball was going to go before he hit it, because nobody had a clue where it was going to go. It could yeah. go high, left, it could go low right it 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 was all over the place. had a lot of yarders a lot of distance, no matter where it went. <laughs> but sometimes he put himself in positions that were a little bit difficult to recuperate from so that's uh that's it. You need to probably get your club face square routine down pat. And then work on improving your club head speed. Yeah, but where's the fun in that? It depends on how much you've paid for the golf balls. Well, that's true. All right. Um, you know, one of the,
3: you know, another one of our listeners, his name's John, and uh, he's come to find me at the Sagamore. Okay. And uh, he's he's listened to our our show, and and um, he's fun. You know, I've I've had a few lessons with him now. Cool. John's pretty pleased with his ball striking. He's learning some stuff about the putting. I've even helping him a little bit on my online, online platform, on my iconic, uh, on my iconic platform. So it, it's um, things are coming along pretty nicely with a lot of our listeners. So I'm pretty pleased to to have that. So yeah. um, what I can tell all of our listeners, including the ones that I've been working with, is um, ask questions, lots and lots of questions, mm-hmm. because I can clear things up for you. So that way you're not running from. YouTube video to YouTube video to this that and the other
2: thing, right. getting somebody else's opinion. Right, no matter how low cut the blouse is of the woman on that YouTube video.
0: Don't be fooled. <laughs> don't be
2: taken in.
3: <laughs> right, I'm just talking the truth. That's all. That's I just right. tell you the facts, and you know you can make of it what you want. But the That's, facts are exactly. the facts.
2: Let's just real quick. You you mentioned that you had a student yeah. who um, improved his his club head speed. In in oh yeah in a, in less than a one hour lesson oh yeah How- there was there
3: was a guy that I was working with and he was he's fifty eight years old and he's relatively in good shape not not the greatest but he's a fifty eight year old guy and he's five foot nine
2: he can see his feet he can see his feet okay, without
3: aid of an angled mirror <laughs> there you go yes. okay that's, that's yes he can even see his belt buckle looking straight down
2: whoa I know he is in good shape okay let's he's go in pretty good shape right.
3: <laughs> But, you know, I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's a little stiff. He's a little sore. He's, you know, his knees don't work so well. And it's, you know, that kind of stuff. So here he is swinging an eight iron. He's feeling like he's playing pretty good golf. And he says he's playing some of the best golf that he's played coming to me. And he says, you know, given the fact that I'm already playing some of the best golf I've ever played, and you know, he's played for a, a decade plus. He says, I'm not sure why I'm coming for a lesson, but, I hear you're this, that, and your thing, and you can mm-hmm. help me. I'm like, okay, so let's go see. He hit the ball okay straight for um, for a guy who's been playing for a decade. Yeah, his ball was curving off to the right a little bit, and he was hitting some toe shots. But his club was moving – this was an 8-iron. It was moving 72 miles an hour.
2: Okay, that's kind of slow, right?
3: Well, it, you know, think about it. For a 58-year-old guy, he probably ought to be able to move it a little bit faster than that. Okay, So – I talked to him about a few things, and the first thing I did was I kind of got his his the sequence of his golf swing better. You know he was one of those guys that started to throw his arms from the top before he started to turn his body and you know really the sequence doesn't work that way very well right so I gave him something to to do. I handed him a rope to swing and uh i've got a i got a rope it's a it's like a looks like it's a handle with a couple of chain links on it roped together, right? okay. total length was about hip high of the, of the rope for him. And I had him just swinging it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth like a golf club, right? Mm -hmm. So he'd turn and swing the rope and it hit him in the back and then he would turn and swing it fast. And what it did was it, it changed his sequence of events. All of a sudden his lower body started to move first. His torso moved second, his arms moved third, his hands flung the rope fourth. And all of a sudden, you know, after a bunch of swings of that, and he could feel like he got the club behind him more. All of a sudden, he was swinging at about 78 miles an hour. So 72, 78, you know, he's got six miles an hour pickup speed. And this is, oh, this is probably 15 minutes. right? And, you know, I did this little screening on him to find out how he moved best. And I changed an angle of his wrists, both of them, you know, changed his grip just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, he jumps up and he's at. 85 miles an hour on the on the eight iron now it's the same guy yeah and you know inside of an hour he was hitting shots that were going essentially three clubs farther
2: yeah because he went
3: from 72 to 85 miles an hour on an eight iron
2: that's a 13 mile an hour increase which which translates to a pretty hefty yardage increase
3: yeah it's about 24
2: yards wow yeah, because so, like 1.3 yards per mile per hour or something like that. Well,
3: but the reality of it was is he wasn't hitting in the center all the time either. Yeah. Right? So, and now he was hitting it a lot closer to the center. So, But here's the thing. I got a sequencing right, mm-hmm. and then I matched up his joints so they would work better together. I figured out how this guy was built to move, set him in that position, and just push the green button and then just challenged him to move it as fast as he could. Hmm and all of a sudden he did things worked out pretty well and you know oddly enough he booked four more lessons (laughs) he's like okay now i understand (laughs) gotcha this is what What i I thought was what i thought was good was nowhere near where you could take me right he says so now i understand let's do more
2: yeah okay now can that can that um rope be replaced with one of those over-the-counter swing aids, like a was it the the orange
3: whip? The orange or, whip. Whip? No, it's not. It's not quite. It doesn't quite work the same. Okay. Okay. The orange whip's a good product. I like it. I have them in the studio. Mm-hmm. I've recommended them to people, but it's not the same thing.
2: So the 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 homemade gizmo. Why don't you start like marketing that thing, man? Because you've talked about it a couple times, and for many of us, it's hard to visualize because you know we're just not that handy. You know, you should like put a few together and just you know offer them for sale on the website or something. I I'd, could. I'd give you. I've six got a good friend tich. of mine
3: that that actually has made those ropes for a lot of people and sells them on his. Okay. Um, it's a he's a friend of the show. As a matter of fact, we've had him on a couple of times. EA Tischler. EA is the director of instruction at yeah. uh, Olympia Fields Country Club. Yeah, in Chicago.
2: And, uh, yeah, we we had we him on
3: on the we, south side of Chicago, right? We've had him, about we've six had six him weeks on. Not, it wasn't all that long had,
2: ago. About six weeks ago, we had him on. Certainly, was. check it out. Look at uh, thoseweekendgolfguys.com and check that out. You find you find any back uh, program that we've done because we save them all, and we've every one of them is a gem. <laughs> Trust me, in my own humble yet nevertheless expert opinion. Every Which means you didn't upload the lousy show, that's what you're saying, yeah, we just we just kinda <laughs> like forget those ever happened, <laughs> oops, and we move on,
3: <laughs> we've got more what about those ones that the f a a find us for
2: as <laughs> the f c c that's okay, we FCC. don't do no we yeah. don't do no yeah. flying, buddy, <laughs> we've got some. <laughs> We've got more tips and techniques, a little a swing speed. You need to get it up, center face contact. You need to do that more often. We're going to talk about how to do it and a lot more good stuff when we come right back. Hang with us. We are those Weekend Golf Guys. Hey, do me a favor. While you're thinking about it right now, why don't you go to thebusinessgolfcourse.com? Okay, what we're going to be doing, Jeff and I together, we'll be doing a one-day seminars on how to use golf effectively for business. We're going to concentrate on charity golf scrambles because you know there are many of them. I'm sure if you have a business, you've probably bought a sponsorship and put a team in one or two of them. We're going to show you how to make that a great business opportunity with a fantastic return on investment and a great way to build trust very quickly with customers and also prospects. The Thebusinessgolfcourse.com There's a number I want you to keep in your head right now. That number is 10,000. We'll come back to it in a minute. 10,000 is the brand name of the highest quality, best fitting, and most comfortable training shorts I personally have ever worn. I alternate back and forth between the cycle and the rowing machine. Let me tell you about these 7-inch interval shorts from 10,000. The shorts are silver ion for permanent odor protection. There's no bounce pockets. They're breathable and lightweight fabric. And there's an optional liner. This is the part I love. There's a liner that is very comfortable and it prevents chafing. You heard me, prevents chafing. What's the number I told you to remember? 10,000. The fabric feels really luxurious and it's very high quality. I'm going to get you a deal. 10,000 is offering our listeners 15% off your purchase. Go to 10,000.cc, not .com, .cc. Enter code GOLFGUYS and you'll get 15% off your purchase. That's 10,000.cc and enter code GOLFGUYS. This week on the Approach Shot. ESPN and Fox voice that you recognize, Mr. Bob Picozzi. Welcome, Bob. The whole bit. The whole bit.
0: The whole bit. This is Sport Center. Da 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 da. Good morning. I'm Bob Picozzi the Red Sox as well as two
2: straight. Okay, I'm done. Thanks.
0: Thanks. Download an episode or two of the Approach Shot today at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts and find us on the web at approachshot.net. Mm
2: it's us again those think golf guys i'm john ashton it's jeff smith uh you can uh, benefit greatly he's got a new website you may want to check out jeffsmithgolfinstruction.com maybe he'll uh will give you a link to ea Tischler's site where you can buy some of that rope gizmos i need to get me one of those yeah. rope gizmos man
3: it's uh new horizonsgolf.com
2: okay. what it is. put a good new can you give me a discount
3: Fact. I can get you a discount. I sure can. As <laughs> matter of fact, I'll get him to not charge you double.
2: <laughs> yeah, what a guy! What a guy! Appreciate that. I know Jeff Smith is a great golf instructor because I haven't taken any lessons from him. I just listened to him talk to you and other people, and my game has improved substantially. Swing speed is very important. Center face contact is really important. Which would you suggest a player who wants to seriously improve work on first?
3: Center face contact okay. every time. Every time because I see lots of people thinking that club head speed is the only way to distance. And then they start to swing harder, faster. They swing across the ball. Things don't go so well. They barely strike it in the middle of the face and then the ball speed is actually lower. Yeah. I could swing it slower and hit the center of the face. But if I started to swing it, say, three, four, five miles an hour faster without good technique to hit the center of the face, I've actually lost ball speed. Right. And ball speed plus launch angle plus spin is the key to the distance. Yeah. Those three things. But people act like it's clubhead speed only as if they're never going to miss the face, as if they're never going to change the angles, as if they're never going to have the wrong amount of spin. They just think it's all, let's add clubhead speed to the mix. Okay, I get it but I don't teach club head speed increases without changing or without teaching uh, center face contact. Cool. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not separating those two things. It's not going to work.
2: One of the things that I really appreciate now that um, my center face contact happens much more often is the sound, the sound of yeah. a club hitting the ball in the center of the face of the club. You get that, that easy thwack. Sometimes it goes almost straight, too. Like like where you're aiming is such a beautiful thing to watch, man. <laughs> Isn't
3: that amazing? I think that was the first thing I said to you when we were playing golf together. I think our, our very first time we played golf quite a while ago, uh, I think the, you were aimed. where the hell I'm not sure in? if it was the next county or the next planet, but <laughs> it certainly wasn't the next golf hole nearby.
2: I know. It was a par three, man. And I hit a beautiful shot pin high, but it was like 20 yards out right of the green, right of the flag. And I said, okay, Jeff, why did it do that? And you just looked at me and said, that's where you aimed, bud. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, no, I,
3: my eyes like, can't yeah, be good, that far
2: off. Pretty good shot, really. It was. I recall. Had to to where you're aiming. Yeah, had it been in the right direction, who knows what could have happened. But yeah, that, that is hard. The I don't know, the perception of where you're aiming and, and the reality of where you're aiming tend to be off a lot unless you do the – stand behind the ball, draw a mental line from the ball to the picture, and then pick a space in front of the ball that's on that line and use that to set up. And when you do that, you know, I I find myself aiming substantially more left than my eyes would tell me I should be aiming.
3: You know, I think that that means you've got to recalibrate something, right? Like, can you aim where you think you're aimed?
2: Well, when I do it that way, when I go through that, that pre-shot routine where I stand behind the ball, and you know, mm-hmm. actually hold the club up and make a line between the flag and me or where I or the target and me and the 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 operative consideration is picking a spot that works for me it's picking a spot almost right in front of the ball' that way I don't have to worry about whether or not I can see the flag or see whatever target I'm aiming at once I've set that spot two or three inches in front of the ball, then I can just make sure that my feet are in the you know the the parallel line to that line, and oh and yeah, go from there. Mm-hmm. I, you have a yep. look on your face like I'm totally out of my mind.
3: Oh, uh, you caught that, huh? <laughs> I was really thinking that you were not paying attention to what my face looked like at the moment.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Actually, it's just because I'm driving.
2: Okay. Not because what I'm doing is wrong. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Avoidance technique. Yeah. Let's confuse the
3: let's confuse the talker.
2: Aiming, aiming is confusing, no. man. I have the same problem putting. I'm always well, see, aiming, writer of where I think I am. I do
3: that a lot with people. I help them aim where they think they're aimed, and a lot of times, it's how they're holding their head. Like like when putting, what if what if your eyes are not set in a line, aimed where you think you are? Like maybe you twisted your head a little bit, and that line across your eyes goes a little bit sideways, mm-hmm. and you know your head's tilted. And you're like, okay, I got it. Now I can't see things for what they really are because my perception is skewed, right. because my vision is skewed. It's also possible that you're a little bit too close to the, the target line or the ball, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what you see from there doesn't help you aim because it's a little bit off. There's actually a couple little tests that I like to do for people.
2: How many fingers am I holding up? Do you do so? You just just one. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Just oh, I'm sorry. That's the James Hong show. (laughs) (laughs) Any any little tidbits that you can impart verbally on how to make sure you're aiming correctly? Yeah.
3: So let's let's do something that's really simple. Everybody, everybody everybody has this tool that i show people where they're aimed especially with putting i'll get them to set up over their ball aiming it tell me what they think they're aimed at and then i'll go put a tee in the ground where they tell me that they're aimed and then i'll have them stand there and not move and i will flick the ball away off the face of their putter and i will take another golf tee and i will stick the golf tee the head of the golf tee on the face of the putter with the tee on the ground facing exactly where the head of the putter or face of the putter is aiming. And then I have them lift the head of the putter up, walk back and go take a look at where that tee is aimed. And lo and behold, it tells them exactly how far off they really are. And they go, oh, wow, I'm really bad at this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or something along those lines. Yeah,
2: the, the question usually is, how can I be so bad at this? Right. And then I just asked them,
3: you know, if they're, what's their middle name? Is it Ray? You know, is, is it Stevie Wonder? What, I mean, what are we talking about? And and the reality of it is, is that it's always good for a chuckle or 10. But the yeah. truth is, is what they have to do is figure out how is it that they can begin to see things for what it is. And that's purely a matter of, did you put your eyes in the right place for how you perceive things? For example, a a head that might be tilted or twisted Mm -hmm. or being a little bit too tall, which raises the eye line in from the ball a little bit closer to your body or being tilted over too much, which puts it out or just moving in or out. Something is going to help you see it for what it is. So what I do is I I tend to put a few things on the ground a couple of feet apart and see if they all line up. So I'll drop a couple of golf balls, maybe three balls in a row, a couple feet apart, have the student line them up have them make sure that they are 100% in line with each other and then go take another ball a couple feet back and then go try to putt and look down that line of those, of those balls and find out, does it look the same? And yeah. if it looks like one of those or two of those balls are offline somewhere, then we know their perception is a little off. And then we fix that with um, adjustments of uh, head tilt and, or moving closer, moving
2: backwards. Okay
3: until they can see it. And then when they can see it, they learn that they can line up their putter face.
2: Yeah. That makes yeah. perfect sense to me, man. Just, yeah, it, it really scary. works well. Yeah. One of the things that, that you had me do when I was just putting around was for some reason, you you told me to stick my butt out a little further. Mm-hmm. What did that accomplish?
3: Well, it wasn't because that's what I wanted to see. I know that's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm no Michelle B. Well, <laughs> true yes (laughs) well
3: spoken thank you you are not no but what it it, it accomplished was it changed your spine angle and it allowed your upper arms to hang a little freer from your body okay and then it made your arms free to swing without the influence of your body because when you were standing a bit too upright your chest was a little too up your hips were a little too in. And when your chest was a little too up, your upper arms were attached to your chest a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you would start to turn, swing your arms. Then you would turn your chest and your putter arc got very big. Okay. And gotcha. it was hard for you to, it was hard for you to control where the face was going. Yeah. That was a hard part.
2: Yeah. Cause I have found that uh, reminding myself to do that now and, and things, um, things tend to go much better on a line. I also found out, um, kind of uh, serendipitously, that greens that are fast are easier to putt for some reason. Why is that?
3: Well, because first off, they've they've cut them pretty tightly, which means they're all very, very, very level of a cut, mm-hmm. uh, and they they don't grow at a fast rate. Okay. And if they don't grow at a fast rate, then they're still pretty tight. They roll pretty true. It's like um, there's there's fewer variations. Longer grass um, certainly gets a chance to get out of place a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So faster greens have almost always produced a better roll. So things are things just we putt better.
0: Yeah, well, we, we do. do.
2: Boy, do we. We just do, boy. Do we? I had had uh, a round over at uh, Fuzzy's place. We're going to talk about when we come right back. We are this weekend, golf guys. We got a lot more time together, so hang with us. A lot of you hear us talk every weekend about DraftKings and how you can win like up to a million dollars with some of the stuff DraftKings got going on, and you say, "Oh, I forgot to do it again because you got to get your picks in before the tournament starts on Thursday." That's all you have to do. You just pick six golfers, you stay under the salary cap and you submit your lineup before the tournament tees up on Thursday, then you sit back and follow the action. All right, and then this this you know, puts some skin in the game, makes it a lot more fun to watch. Here's what you do. Download the DraftKings app and use the promo code WEEKEND and uh, we can get you a free shot at a $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's promo code WEEKEND to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit. It's only at DraftKings. There's a minimum $5 deposit required. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hey, I want to talk to you about liquid IV. You know, I asked the folks at liquid IV, I said, this stuff is great. Why does it work so good? And they said, well, it's a cellular transport technology. We're going to explain. I said, no, no. Come to think of it, I don't need to know how it works. I just need to know that it works. This time of the year, especially, you're not going to notice how dehydrated you get. You're not going to sweat a whole lot. And keeping hydrated is very important, whether you're on the golf course or whatever you're doing. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water is going to hydrate you as much as 48 ounces. Of water would, and who wants to play golf or do anything with 48 ounces of water sloshing around in their belly? Love the flavors lemon, lime, strawberry, watermelon, my favorite, pina colada. Whatever your favorite flavor, you can get Liquid IV nationwide at Walmart. Or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code GOLFGUYS at checkout. 25% off Anything you order when you get better hydration today using promo code GOLFGUYS at liquidiv.com.
0: Attention anyone who is impacted by the current pandemic and has $2,000 or more in credit card debt. If any credit card companies extended your credit with attractive interest rates or low minimum balances, and now because of it, you owe thousands of dollars in credit card debt. Here's some really great news. It happened to millions of people at no fault of their own. But thanks to a powerful program now approved, anyone with $2,000 or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether. That's right. Our nationwide nonprofit program is helping U.S. residents cut their credit card payments. We've helped over half a million people with their credit card debt, and now we can help you. Bad credit card debt happens to good people. Get free of credit card debt today. Call Credit Guard of America now at 800-672-6925 to see how this powerful nonprofit program can work for you. The call and information are free. Call 800-672-6925. That's 800-672-6925. 800-672-6925.
2: It's us back again. those weekend golf, guys. We're always here. John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith in mobile studio on his way commuting between the Timbergate golf course in Edinburgh, Indiana, and the Sagamore in Noblesville, Indiana, where he is director of instruction at both simultaneously.
3: It just means a lot of driving and a lot of scheduling conflicts is what that means.
2: Single handedly making the golfers, the, the overall golf handicap in the state of Indiana, substantially lower.
3: What I wish I could do by being, if I was at one facility for a longer period of time, I could do some, some really exciting, exciting things. This doesn't seem to work as well,
1: but
2: I am
3: getting to work with an awful lot of different calibers of golfers all over the, you know, from, from really low handicappers to guys who play for considerable amount of, um, money fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that too. (laughs) And, uh, to beginner golfers, to kids, to ladies, to, uh, Older golfers to younger golfers, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I see a wide variety of players.
2: We've been talking about, well, you, you know, that's one of the reasons why he is the number one golf instructor in the state of Indiana, according to Golf Digest Magazine. We've been talking about swing speed and about aiming, center face club contact. Let me give you an idea what happens when you pay attention and maybe you even, dare I say it, practice a little bit when you hear some of the stuff Jeff suggests you do. Dare you say it? Um, I did dare say it, man. And lightning—you know—it's amazing. And lightning for, didn't for, strike or anything. So you know. I was going to say, for yeah. those of our listeners who've been long-time
3: <laughs> listeners, they understand how difficult <laughs> that is for John to actually say it is. It's been I hard. do. He still doesn't do it, but he's now <laughs> in the—he is now. It's easy for him. It just rolls off his tongue.
2: Let me tell you but what yet, you can do. When you put all of this information together, is you can go to a very nice golf course like Fuzzy Zeller's Covered Bridge. We played champions point the week before didn't do well at all, but played covered bridge. And I don't know what it is that that course just suits me, man. And my game has improved substantially since the last time I was there, but we played all 18 holes. I'm going to get that out of the way first before you have that doubt about getting through the whole course of those 18 holes. 11 of them were pars. Ooh, how about that? All right. We don't about need that. We don't need to really talk about what the other seven were. I like the fact that you <laughs> led to, with
3: the headline of 11 PARs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Don't read the whole
2: article, folks. Just skim right through. <laughs> That's
1: right.
2: <laughs>
3: Doesn't matter what we say the rest of the time, but that headline says it all.
2: But it was a combination of learning how to aim properly, of learning how to swing properly, so that your center face club. Center club face contact was much more often. It, it's more the exception to not hit it in the middle than it is any, than it used to be. Right. Um, and I also think I finally found the ball that that's perfect for me for some reason. Really? Yeah. And it, it, was, it was totally just by chance. I was going through. Which means you didn't
3: lose the whole sleeve?
2: I didn't lose the whole sleeve. I didn't even know I had one of these. I don't know where it came from. And I had only one in my bag. But And I'm not getting any money from any golf ball company for anything. I want to put that out front. This is not an endorsement that somebody's making me do. This is an endorsement that comes just because of experience from one round of golf with it. But I played all 18 holes with one ball too, which was nice.
3: Now that's a big feat. I know lots of our listeners cannot say that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's awfully good.
2: But in my bag, I found a Titleist... A V X.
3: Oh, good ball. I Very like good. It.
2: Ball. Yeah. And I started playing with it. And my first drive of the day was straight down the middle. And my first approach shot of the day was about 142 yards from straight in the middle of the fairway to about eight feet from the pin. And the ball checked up. You know, I hit it high. Cause it was a, like a, an eight iron. I was hitting and hit it high. It came almost yeah. straight down. Didn't roll much. Just stopped. And I was. I had some some chips that were phenomenal that actually checked up the way they're supposed to, and it sounds like, pretty fun. And how much of that was just doing it right for a change for some reason? I don't. Know, maybe it was because the course is a great course and I was paying closer attention. I don't know, or maybe it was the ball itself. How how much? I mean, because it's it's not a cheap dozen, man. And if no, that, it's really not. But and if that is indeed is, a ball that, that that works best for me, I'm going to go buy a dozen or two.
3: Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. And, and what you found was that here's the thing about the AVX. It doesn't spin uh, an extreme amount and it it uh, flies a little bit lower than, say, the Pro V1 does Okay, and feels really good off the shots and, and works soft around the green. So mm-hmm. that's a ball right there that, you know, John, you've stopped really, truth be told, you've, you've stopped losing a lot of golf balls. You really have. Yes, I have. You're hitting the ball better. And in which case, as soon as people ask me all the time, Jeff, what ball should I be playing? And my first question is, do you lose a lot of them? Right. And if the answer is no, I really don't lose a lot of them because either because the golf course you play doesn't have a lot of places for that or you're just hitting it well enough that you're you're just in play and you're just in play a lot. Mm -hmm. So in that, you start to play a better golf ball because of what it will do for you around the greens and the feel and it's just... A premium ball really does make a difference, especially on wedges and in, right? Um, because balls they fly higher, they stop a little sooner, and they chip and pitch better, and uh, they they blast out of the bunkers better. And that's a matter of saying, well, that means they spin a little bit more on the softer shots. That's really what we're talking about, mm-hmm. and and that's why you play them
2: when when you do hit hit your driver, okay. And you, you communicate some sort of spin to your golf ball. Is that spin a forward spin or a backspin?
3: It's it's, it's, it's a spin around the axis of the tilt of the ball. And most likely that is backspin.
2: Okay. So then a ball that spins, uh, it, it lifts, but a ball that spins less also would then roll out more because there's less friction in the opposite direction when it hits the ground. Right.
3: You're correct.
2: Because that's, that's why. So it
3: launches a little lower, mm-hmm. spins a little less, mm-hmm. uh, flies on a, let's say, a flatter trajectory than ones that, that just climb really high and fall really steep. It's flying yeah. on a flatter trajectory at the top, which means the angle of a descent, as in it comes down out of the sky, is also on a flatter, shallower trajectory, which mm-hmm. gives it more bounce and more roll, mm-hmm. all because it doesn't spin so much. So, yes.
2: So I was getting you'll much. You probably
3: hit, hit that AVX farther.
2: I was getting more. I was. And a lot of it I know was, was roll. Because I, I hate hitting a driver. I watched my brother-in-law do it too. He hit a three-wood, beautiful three-wood shot. It hit the green like like ten yards short, and and bounced backwards. <laughs> you know, it's like, Oops. yes, you're not supposed to have that much spin on a three-wood, buddy. <laughs> I don't know what you did there, but you may want to try to do it different. You know, the fact of the matter is, when you use the proper the proper equipment, whether it be the pro, you've got golf clubs that are fitted to you, or you've got the golf ball that works best for your particular sort of game. It gives you a feeling (laughs) that this shot's going to work. You don't sit over the ball going, Oh man, I hope this goes where I want it to go. You have much more confidence.
3: Well, there's no doubt about that. Confidence is a huge factor in this game. So if you can do anything that gives you some, um, you know, that's a good that's a good thing to be doing. Yeah. So even if it's playing
2: a better ball. Yeah. So even if it is forty-four ninety-five a dozen, it may be worth it. But yeah. I also find the it yellow balls are much easier to see in the summertime on green grass. For some reason, I don't know why, for well, some reason, my eyes see them better. So I get the yellow balls. And there you that's go. It. That's, that's it. All right. There you go. So um, the only thing we haven't really picked up is the chipping. And it is important. I found it to be very important because as, as we discussed many, many times, a lot of times the the, the chip replaces your first putt.
3: It, you, there's a lot of truth in that, is if, if you're good at chipping and you can get up there to two, three feet, you're in pretty good shape. It takes a lot of heat off your iron game, really. Effectively, it just makes the greens bigger.
2: It, and it's it's a lot easier to to score well let, let's just say the, the opposite is worse because for most of us who do not have a very good short game, it's very frustrating. Most of the time we either hit it very, very short or we skull it over the other side of the green and have to chip back. You know, right. like you say, I don't always hit my lob wedge a hundred yards, but when I do, I'm in a greenside bunker. So, <laughs> you know, but the but getting it right is so difficult, no matter what kind of ball you're using, actually. That is something I think that all of us could use improvement on. Would you agree?
3: I I do agree. I think it's pretty important that in the short game area, you know, using a better ball, um, it helps you to get a little bit of spin. You know, we can talk a little bit about chipping technique um, at another time, but I think just learning where the bottom of your arc is and putting the ball very, very close to that. You're in really good shape because you're going to hit clean, crisp shots. If that is the basic premise of your short game shots.
2: I have seen conflicting schools of thought. I've watched a lot of people who are are decent players when they chip, mostly they chip almost with a putting stroke. They don't bend their wrists. They just keep, keep an arc. Uh, it's, It's a bigger arc than when they putt, but it's the same basic, technique. And then I've seen other people who bend their wrists and, and flick at the ball is one of those wrong.
3: Well, there's, there's different shots that each will produce. Um, But let's just say that there's people out there who don't have the hand and wrist control over their club as well as others. Well, they ought to be trying that other method of, you know, basically hold on tight and kind of putt it, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, But the people who have, let's say we've all played with the guy who's got what we call, He's got a great set of hands, or a great pair of hands, on him, right, mm-hmm. which means they've got a lot of feel, a lot of touch, a lot of control over the club face. Those people, we call them hands players, handsy players, right? Okay, because their movement of the club, they're they're, they're wrist oriented, and whatnot, and they will hit some of those shots, and they can do all kinds of things. But if you don't have that level of control over your club, I think it's probably best that you take something a little bit less wristy. Because in your in that case, risky equals risky.
2: Right. I was just going to make yep. that, that little uh, rhyming analogy. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you beat me to it. Hey, I'm the word yeah. guy. You're the golf guy. I'm the word guy. Okay? Yeah, that's all right.
3: Make but uh, I use that one a lot because for some people, risky is risky yeah. for sure. For some, but and, not for all. And then so this- I can't say that one's bad, one's good. But I will say, depends on who the player is. If I find out that they really don't have a lot of hand and arm and club control, uh, I'm going with the risk-free right. version gotcha. of the shot.
2: Gotcha. And the other thing I've seen a lot of us do, and I'm sure you have probably done it your own self saying, Jeff, help me with this, is is that they have no idea how hard to hit their wedges and they kind of baby them. Yeah, they do. Leaving everything, you know, 14 feet short.
3: Yeah. A lot of times they don't even take the right club for the shot too. And yeah. then they baby them.
2: Yeah. Is so, that just a, a question of practice or is there any way to any, any, or
3: just common sense? Oh, you well. know, for example, if, if uh you know, if they've got a 60 degree club in their hand, but they've got a 20 yard uphill running shot in front of them and then they baby that, then they're crazy. <laughs> you know, if they did that with an eight iron and babied it, then it would, it wouldn't be so crazy because yeah. it would roll up. Gotcha. So there's all kinds of discussions about that. Yeah. I think that that's probably, uh, could be uh, you know a big show segment in and of itself.
2: So what we have done effectively today is basically put a lot of questions out in your head. You should have, because we've probably touched on one or two of the problems you have. And I just heartily suggest that before next Sunday, you just go to facebook.com slash golf guys and write a question directly to Jeff. How do I do X, Y, and or Z correctly? And we can address it immediately. We've got some more time together. and We'll be right back. Don't you move. Hey, guys, if you would like to know exactly how great of a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is. I mean, you know, you don't get to be the number one golf instructor in the state of Indiana for nothing. But if you want to check it out for yourself, he's got a website that he's just set up that you may want to just prove a little bit. JeffSmithGolfInstruction.com. Okay, we've got some time together yet to maybe recap everything. Uh first off, do not be fooled by all of those you can play better golf videos that lure you in with a scantily clad woman. That's just not fair. <laughs> Cause we don't have any. <laughs> we need to get
3: are you are you pushing to get some to We need to get some scantily
2: clad women to help advertise us man no we've just got better golf instruction that's all we certainly do we certainly do uh jeff smith GolfInstruction.com. i'm sure of the of the things we touched on in uh, in the show today that we have come upon a problem that you go oh yeah that's me um so ask how to fix it this is the number one golf instructor in the state of indiana and beyond so ask how to fix it facebook.com slash golf guys and just say, Jeff, fix me. And he will be more than happy to do that. Or you can go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com and you can um, listen to anything because he's imparted a lot of wisdom along the, the what seven years we've been doing this. And almost all of those shows are archived on the website. You can get to them. Man, that's an awful lot of, awful lot of time we've been together, man. No wonder I'm playing better now.
3: Yeah. You know, here's the thing. If you'd actually come up for a golf lesson, physical golf lesson, as opposed to just listen to it on the radio, yeah. it'd be a whole lot sooner, a lot yeah. faster than even what you've been to.
2: Yeah, I know. But, you know, you're expensive. Tightwad. Cheapskate.
3: Let me ask you a question about that. Uh-huh. So seeing how you think that way, how's the lack of progress going versus the people who do come and they have lots of progress? How about the happiness factor in between?
2: Yeah. Well, you can't put a money on, ha- you can't put a price on happiness, right? Well, I don't know. They <laughs> seem to do it. You, you've got <laughs> yours published.
3: <laughs> that's what I, that's what I had to do. I had to charge the happiness that's factor. For-
2: happiness at a hundred and a quarter an hour. <laughs> Get yours here. Step right up, step right up. Oh man. Golf, golf instruction is uh something that that I've always avoided, but uh, I I am a convert now, and with evangelical fervor, I will tell you to go take a lesson, or two, or twelve, All right, Get better. You're going to just enjoy the game much more, trust me. Uh, Thoseweekendgolfguys.com You can catch us there, facebook.com slash golfguys anytime, and of course jeffsmithgolfinstruction.com Good place to go to. So like I said, take a lesson, find a ball that works for you, work on that center face club contact, and then Go play some golf.